Welcome to Season 2 of the Magical Learning Podcast. In this episode, both Danette and Graham talk about rejuvenation. If you've found that 2021 is feeling quite similar to 2020 and you're feeling drained, this is a great podcast for you. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to this edition of Magical Learning's podcast. My name is Danette Fenton Menzies and I'm the Director of Learning at Magical Learning and joining me today is... Graham Gerstenberg, CEO. Welcome everyone. Uh, Very grateful to have the opportunity to share some ideas with you today. Today we thought we'd talk about rejuvenation. It's a new year and obviously with last year with COVID and, and things like that, rejuvenating, looking at our lives, you know, giving ourselves more energy is more important. And in fact, the definition of rejuvenation that I found was the action or process of giving new energy or vigour to something. And for us today, we're going to talk about doing that with our lives. So Graham, what are some ideas, what are some of the things you do to rejuvenate um, in terms of what you do in your life? Great question. I I thought um, before I share some of those things, I one of the reasons I think rejuvenation is so important for us right now is we've come through um, a fairly horrendous year by any standard in 2020 and for a lot of people they they may have been looking forward to the new year thinking that things were going to be different and at this stage they're not. So finding opportunities to firstly accept that it is what it is, but be aware that the holding on to a a use by date for something like the pandemic and all of the drama that's created as a result of it means that when that use by date arrives and, and the problem is still with us, we can tend to lose energy. So Rejuvenation right now, I think, is so important. You know, the, the situation in terms of health, risk, etc., hasn't changed, isn't likely to change in the short term. So really important for us to be aware of that and take extra steps and just continue to take extra steps to look after ourselves and to build our energy. So for me, just a couple of really simple things. One is journaling and gratitude. Uh, the gratitude practice that I do at the end of my journaling has was something that I, I picked up from a book years ago. And again, I find you know, sitting in that space of gratitude where... And it's for me, it's, it's much more than just an intellectual activity. It's very much a... It's a physiological and emotional state. So tapping into the emotion of gratitude, I think, is massively helpful because it does help to raise my energy it's also a really good reminder of just how much uh, I have to be grateful for despite everything that's happening and for me uh, it's a great way of rejuvenating myself first thing in the morning every morning nice and some of you might be able to hear we've got some waves in the background so we're staying um, we're up in Cairns at the moment which is in far north Queensland for those of you who are not familiar with Cairns and um, we were lucky enough to get a place that's right on the beach. And I think for me, this is part of my rejuvenation for this year is when we're travelling, staying in places that are close to nature, whether that's um, a tropical rainforest or the ocean, and just being nice and present and enjoying those parts of nature because that refreshes and rejuvenates me no end. And I love, I'm a water baby, so that absolutely helps me rejuvenate and feel much better 
other ideas about what you do, Graham, um, in terms of rejuvenating? So just in general terms, uh, one helpful tip um, for, for others might be to pay more attention to the things that drain you of energy. And some of the, the more common ones that we know from decades and decades of science are just things like social media, a lot of the mainstream news, spending a lot of time with people who are in a very, very low energy state. Um, and this can be a hard thing for us to do sometimes, particularly if the people that we're spending time with have friends or family and we feel an obligation to, to spend time with them. Um, sometimes the, the opportunity is just to try and, um, and limit the amount of time you spend in that really low energy space. Be aware of the things that are draining your energy and then ask yourself some different questions like, what else could I do? Who else might I be able to spend time with? So one of the other things that, uh, that re-energises me is hanging out with amazing people. And thanks to the internet, we can do that almost literally 24-7. And a lot of the content that's out there is also free. So once you find it, it's, for me, it's absolutely worth revisiting. I'd, I'm perfectly okay with watching an inspiring video or speech. Uh, I can watch it 10 times and still find some energy in that. I don't always have to find something new. I love that. And um, while we were travelling, I read a book and I've just shared it with Graham and we're going to do a podcast about this. The new book by Matthew Mahoneke, which um, is called Green Lights, an absolute fabulous book. So I agree with Graham, watching things, reading or listening to inspirational stuff absolutely rejuvenates me. One of the things... Um, that we did before we started travelling is um, we're having our floors lacquered at, at home and so we basically cleared out three, sorry, four rooms in our house and by we, mostly Graham did that. Um, and one of the lovely things was it gave us a chance to declutter and I love Marie Kondo's stuff about looking at things and, and picking stuff that gives you joy so one of the lovely things when we get home is we'll be able to look at, well, what, what do we bring back into the rooms because it gives us joy, we use it, we love it, versus what are the things that maybe no longer serve us and we can give away. Um, and again, you know, being surrounded by a beautiful environment absolutely helps rejuvenate me and, and less rather than more. I tend to like the minimalist approach rather than too much clutter. Any other ideas you've got in terms of rejuvenation? I think one of the other things that we can consider in rejuvenation is self-care. And, and, and Danette and I have talked a lot about self-care in, in other podcasts and we do a lot of work with people around self-care and resilience. Um, so for me, one of the aspects, one of the important aspects of self-care is again around what are the things that, that I do for myself on a regular basis that give me energy? What are the things that help change my, my attitude, that make me feel more positive or have more positive thoughts? So uh, again, simple things like exercise. And the exercise doesn't have to be strenuous. It, it's not necessary from a, a scientific, uh, an emotional, mental or physiological perspective for you to commit to doing an hour in the gym five days a week. 
to get a benefit. It's not necessary to go that full on. If you're doing that, fantastic. Although I'd love to hear whether you're doing that with a smile on your face or is it more of a grimace. Uh, one of our wonderful friends, Dr James Rouse, used to talk about um, part of his morning ritual is spending an hour in his gymnasium at home and exercising, but he does it with love in his heart and a smile on his face. And that's another beautiful reminder. If you have been going to do some exercise, then lean into it with gratitude and with joy and make it a joyful thing rather than something that you're dreading doing because the dread that, oh, no, I have to do this, is one of the things that very quickly drains us of energy. Thank you for that. Um, one of the things I love to do, and I usually do it at the start of the year, so this is a perfect time. If you Google Wheel of Life, and the Wheel of Life sort of gives you different compartments of your life, um, such as you know, your environment, your money situation, etc., and you rate it between zero, being not great, through to ten, and it really gives you an idea of where there might be a little bit of lack of balance in certain areas in your life. And so that's good from an awareness perspective and then looking at, well, in that area that maybe I'm not doing as well as I, I could, what could I change in order to boost the energy, the vigour I have around that particular area? So I'd encourage you um, to absolutely Google Wheel of Life and make that an annual tradition. It is a really lovely way of working at where you're at. The other thing for me that I think is really important, um, but before I get to that, I, I love to share a quote because I love doing that when we're doing podcasts. And this is, um, yeah, I'll just read it and see what you think. Take wrong turns, talk to strangers, open unmarked doors, and if you see a group of people in a field, go find out what they are doing. Doing things without always knowing how they will turn out. That's by Randall Munro and I really like that because it's, I think part of rejuvenation is trying things that we maybe have not done for a while or not done at all. So sometimes I think some of our habits serve us to a certain extent but every year it's not a bad idea to actually look at your habits and, and what you do sort of fairly consistently and think, you know, can I shake some of those up just to, you know, breathe new life into what I do and who I am. So I really like that. Did that um, spark anything in you, Graham? I can see it did, so I'm going to ask. Yes, it did. Um, just a very similar tone and, and language to a poster that, um, that Danette bought many, many years ago that I got my dad to frame and it's been hanging in our lounge room at home for probably the last 15 years. Um, and the poster was titled How to Be an Artist by an amazing lady called Sark. And Sark, S-A-R-K, I'm pretty sure is her full initials. Um, I, I'm, I'm reasonably sure the R stands for rainbow, but I could be wrong. But the, the poster itself is reminding us of how incredible it can be to stop being an adult for a change and just getting back to being that five or six-year-old who just is in constant awe at the magic on this planet, regardless of everything that's going on, it's still, you know, when you're a five-year-old, you can still find things to be amazed at. So I, I like the idea of, you know, if there's a group of people, find out what's going on. If there's, um, 
one of the lines from Sark's um, poster was um, have moon baths, you know, swing in a chair, uh, swing on a swing under the moonlight, um, invite someone curious to dinner. There's, there's so many things that we can do just to get out of our everyday habits and rituals Try something a little crazy. And when I say crazy, crazy, I don't mean that is unsafe. But just do something very different. Maybe try doing something a five-year-old would normally do and being okay with feeling maybe a little weird about doing that. Another thing, and I learnt this off Matt Church, um, and I love this concept, and it's a forgiveness project. So one of the things that often weighs us down in terms of our emotional energy is that we haven't forgiven stuff and let go. And his forgiveness project, which I'm sure he got from somewhere else as well, um, is that for 30 days straight, you basically write a letter of forgiveness to a different person each day, and then you burn that letter. And Graham and I have been doing it, and it is such a great experience. It really does. It's fabulous to let that old emotional clutter go and I'm going to hand it back to Graham just because I'm sure he's got some comments around it as well yeah I, I, like you I, I found the, the forgiveness um, project that, that ritual very powerful and I have to admit the first when you when you um, told me about it initially my first thought was well I, I could don't have certain people that I need to forgive and and I'm fairly certain now that's not necessarily true. It's a very powerful return. You could um, also use a, a slight variation on that theme. And and this is, again, a, a tool that we've used with some clients in the past where you might be hanging on to stories in your head about yourself. And these might be stories that don't necessarily rejuvenate you, that they don't fill you with energy, they drain you with energy. So in a similar theme, you could write you know, identify the stories that you might be carrying in your head about yourself that don't empower you and, and just pick one and write it down. And then on a separate piece of paper, write a new story. So change the old story but make it now a story that empowers and, and energises you and motivates and inspires you. And then burn the old story. Keep the new story. Put it somewhere where you can see it every morning. I love that one. Um I think we're coming to the end of our um, podcast time, but one of the things I would love to share and encourage you is to, you know, spend more time having fun, as Graham said, be more childlike, laugh, connect with your loved ones and your friends and make some new friends. Get out there and smile a little bit more. Even if you're wearing a mask, we can still see a smile in your eyes. Um, so I would encourage you to do that. Notice the energy when you smile at another person, even if it is a stranger. That, for me, absolutely rejuvenates and makes me feel really good. So one last tip that you'd like to share, Graham, before we finish up? I think the smiling thing is incredibly powerful. Um, the other thing we pick up when somebody's smiling, particularly if it's genuine, is it comes through in their voice, it comes through in their body language. So... Even if we can't see their mouth because they're wearing a mask, we can see it in the rest of their face and we can absolutely hear it in their voice. Practice smiling to yourself in the mirror when you get up in the morning. When you look at yourself the first thing in the morning, um, if, if you know, the bathroom routine is part of that, just pay attention 
to that voice in your head when you see yourself first thing in the morning and notice and if it's not a wow good morning you look amazing I'm so grateful to be you if it's not something like that then maybe you can put a smile on your face and start there I love that that's beautiful so as always I love to finish with a quote so I hope you enjoy this. This is from Alan Alda, for those of you that remember the TV series MASH. Um, just a beautiful thing. At times you have to leave the city of your comfort and go into the wilderness of your intuition. What you'll discover will be wonderful. What you'll discover is yourself. And one of the beautiful things, I think, when we focus on rejuvenating ourselves is we feel better and we do discover that beautiful version of ourselves so until next week have a magical week and thank you so much for listening thank you from me as well take care thank you for listening to the magical learning podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did i got a lot out of it If you're new to the podcast, you can go back and have a look at some of our older episodes. We've got webinars in there, but we've also got shorter episodes that cover more specific topics. Other than that, you can always follow us on all social medias at Magical Learning. We'll be updating our content from February 1st. So get ready for that. Enjoy and have a magical week.